Word Up. This is 76, just doing a, an intro for the Essex Live show. Um, in December, Stu and Chris decided they were going to do, I think, the fourth live show, and they were bringing it home, home to Essex. Grays, to be precise, home of myself and Stu. Um, I think Chris is from Pitsy, or Basildon, or Vange. Or some, or, or somewhere around there. I, I genuinely couldn't care less. If you're familiar with Essex, you'll know that rather than pronouncing words with O, we replace the O with at least five A's. So what you'll enjoy is within the first four seconds of the podcast, Stu says the words counting down, but pronounces them canting down. Um, it really is quite breathtaking. Um, but either way, we went to the Civic Hall and I sat in the front row, which was nice. Um, I had Jordan Gray to the left of me, um, Jess Megan to the right, uh, a young lady named Tuesday uh, was sitting next to us as well, who kindly took some pictures a bit later on. Um, not of me. I don't know why she would have taken pictures of me. Um, but Stu and Chris, they've got a real gift, actually, for sitting in front of people and just talking almost incessantly and relentlessly um, for hours. Uh, some people like it. I'm not a fan, to be fair. Um, but they had some great guests, which helped. So we had Pip, obviously, that Scroobius Pip. Um, you may have heard of him. They had Adam Firecheck, um, that chap that got Rage Against the Machine to number one at Christmas. Um, they had Death of Guitar Pop. Two good lads, um, go and check out their ish. Uh, and some other guests that I've forgotten about because, to be fair, it was um, at the beginning of December and it's now the end of January. Uh, so, without any further Freddy ado, um, here's part one. Enjoy. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Good evening. You all all right? Thank you all for coming out tonight. And uh, Thank you. welcome to the one, two, th- fourth hardcore fourth listing live. live show. Yeah, we've done well Yeah, and in uh, six months. It's all right, isn't it? Doing good. Well, sort of. So um, tonight we are going to be... Counting down top five things about Essex. And I presume most of you here are from Essex. Anyone not from Essex? You don't really count. Um, oh, bless. You're, you are in the minority. <laughs> then it looks. And so it's a, a wealth of culture and, and such. So we'll be discussing that um, with an array of guests. And those guests are a great bunch of creative, exciting, fun people that we've had as guests and some we've not had as guests. Yep. And uh, and then just me and you. And just me and you. Yeah, for sure. Before we get started, though, because we did say this was the kind of Christmas one, right? Right. So I've bought you a little present. Oh, why have you done Why didn't you mention that? Because I ain't bought you one. Let's have a look. Is it going to be something about me being old? No. No, 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 no. Right. So, there's your first present. Thank you. Podcast gold, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say we edit it, but everyone knows we don't edit anything. 
Thank you. Thanks, mate. You're welcome. <laughs> Quite like that. Do you like it? Yeah, man. Lovely. I bought me one as well. Have you got yourself something really cool and fucking gangster? <laughs> right, let's have a open of this. And I did actually get you another little present as well. Okay. So you, you've got to wear it though, okay. right? Okay. And oh, bless you. you. you got four ears. And that's for you as well. Thank you. That's a real present. I was being genuine with that one. So don't worry about getting me one, mate. It's fine. So um, Chris has bought me a elf hat, which I'm currently wearing, if you're listening to this. Um, what we should say, that um, we're recording this, so this will come out in the new year. And uh, what's the date today? It's the 7th, isn't it? 7th mm. December. So um, yes, we're being festive nice and early. Yeah, we're getting stuck in there. And you've, you've actually bought me my favourite film. It's your favourite movie, mate. Your favourite movie. That's a, uh, he's got American Werewolf in London there, which is his favourite film. But I did go one better for you. Okay. I got a mate at Pinewood Studios. Right. Right. And he has access to their costume department. Right. And they got you a little bit of one of the costumes inside that DVD case. This is going to be your pubes, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> Certainly not. It's your fucking pubes. I knew it would be your fucking pubes. <laughs> that, that's off. That's the scene with the wolf. Right, so the that's hand the, comes the out. with the wolf. Right. And yeah, that's that scene. It's that very scene. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So, Harry's going to run tonight. We're going to have um, three guests in the first half. And then we're going to have a little break so you can get some more beers and stuff like that. Um, if at any point you can't hear any of the mics, just shout out, can't hear what you're fucking saying, and we'll, we'll, we'll turn it up. Mm. And this is a weird one, because we know a lot of you's lot this time. So, we don't know if that's more terrifying or not. Um, if you've brought vegetables and stuff. It's, um, it is no. weird, because I'm looking out, and I'm literally seeing, like... Loads of people I grew up with and was in bands with and worked with in clubs and stuff. And it does feel a little bit more intimidating. than, And it's lighter in here. When we do the London shows, it's pitch black. So you can't really see anything behind. You don't know what you're touching, mate. You just reach in and things just are going places and you just don't know. It's mm, a lot of fun. Yeah. Right. Um, so we're going to start. We're going to have the five guests up and we're going to do five top fives. And we might even have six. Does anyone want to hear from Pip? Relax, mate. <laughs> relax. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to keep it relatively clean because um, Pip's mum's here tonight and normally you say really offensive things, don't you? I do. And I've already apologised to Jenny. <laughs> so <laughs> I went straight up to Jenny. I was like, I'm really sorry. I'll say bad things about you. Because you're not... You're not when I'm joking... I'm going to say stop talking now because okay. you're going <laughs> to dig a fucking hole. Let's <laughs> no, 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 stop, stop there. Yeah, yeah. Let's stop. Let's cut it there, I think. Right, so we're going to start... With you and, and your favourite thing about Essex. Me? Yeah. Do you want to go first? No, I'll, I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll do the first one and the second half. So you go first. You, oh you, you right, talk okay. about what you like about Essex. So I was torn between two. And I might give the second one at some point, you know, when conversation dries up. But it may involve the Dagenham handshake. Um, right, so my favourite thing... I mean, that's gold, isn't it? <laughs> I might do that if it dries up. <laughs> Strap yourselves in, guys. It's going to be a very entertaining <laughs> evening. Does anyone recognise this? It's a fucking Baz card, mate, that. I've no idea what a Baz card is. Yeah, that's because you're from Grey's, pal. Did you not have the equivalent? No. This is like... This is, this is amazing, this thing. Um, so back in... This was... <laughs> I think I got this when I was seven. It was valid until 1994. 
and I used to go to Gloucester Park Swimming Pool, and they'd be like, "That's one pound eighty, please, mate." And I'd be like, "Have that, one pound twenty. It's all about life goals, mate. That's my uh, favourite thing about Essex, my Baz Card people. Um, no, it, the Baz Card was wicked um, because it, for me, it was just quite a community thing. Everyone had a Baz Card, and it's kind of like kind of the hope of that community of doing some cool shit and you could go to Robin's Cinema and you could get a discount. And I think that's kind of nice that I had that as a kid and I'm wearing a wicked jacket in there. So I peaked, my fashion peaked at seven. So th- what we'll do is we'll take a, a picture of the, the Baz card and we'll put it on, uh, on our social media when this comes out so listeners actually get a, a visual representation of Chris's jacket and his shit haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone else have a Baz card? Any, many Bazzledon goers here? Yeah. So, has anyone still got them? Nope. <laughs> nope. They still work. <laughs> I didn't think he was allowed to go to them swimming pools anymore. That court injunction thing the got, thing got is, a bit heavy, didn't is, it? <laughs> the weird thing is, I used to love going to swimming pools as a child. As an adult, I still do, but for completely different reasons. Should we get our first uh, guest on? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and yeah, I used to love that. So, Basden was a wicked place. I used to love Gloucester Park swimming pool and uh, doing all that. And as soon as you said best thing about Baz, uh, well, Essex, I always get reminded of the classic Baz card and, and what it represented. So, Are you welling up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's All right. it. That's my number one. Well, should we get our first guests on? Sure, so, sure. So our first guests have um, been previous um, guests in the, the Whiffin, where we uh, we drank a lot of tea. We didn't drink a lot of... Oh, we did drink some booze as well, if I remember rightly. Yeah, but we did drink a lot of tea and yeah. ate a shed load of biscuits. Yeah. And... Um, and the lads um, went off on one. How basically they've been in the band since they were sixteen, and and it was the biscuits that was the the thing that solidified the band when they were having their Mariah Carey moments and and, and having hissy fits. It was yeah. like right, let's let's go and get some biscuits. Hobnobs got them through tough times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So look, um, our first guest. So please show your appreciation. Is Mitch and Dan from the Milk? I'll just, just move Chris's pubes off the uh, chair. Oh, sorry, mate. <sighs> How you going, gents? Very well, mate. Good, good, good. Thanks, thanks for, yeah, thanks for agreeing to come on. Um, there's a little extra present for guests. Fucking hell, um, Chris, you're really making me look fucking so bad. in here are two things from Christmas. Putting my head in your sack. <laughs> we should go for it, Mitch. Um, Chris has got a stocking. And, there, um, and Mitch just one, is blindly just putting his hand in there. Just the one. So these are two spherical objects that you find at Christmas that you eat. Some are good and some are bad. So Mitch has just pulled out a small circular gold, what can I only quite, looks like a love egg. Let's see what you got. What have we got? Oh, this is going is in my mouth. Exciting. Well, you don't have to <laughs> eat it. Going in my mouth. <laughs> one is raw, one it's is perfect. Amazing. A sprout. Have you got a roche? Oh, <laughs> Dan, you won that one, mate, I'm afraid. So in here for all the guests, there's a mixture of Brussels sprouts and Ferrero Rocher. Good work. Um, they took ages to I've wrap. been slagging you off all day saying you're disorganised and you've actually become really organised today. Have you, what have you brought to the table, apart from your sparkling personality? A pint. Okay, cool. Right. Okay, so um, we've asked all our guests to think of something that they love about Essex and, and you boys grew up in Wickford, yeah? Indeed, mm. indeed. And... Um, and a brief update since we last met. You played a sold-out show in London at the... Uh, yeah, Coco. 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 Yeah. Coco. And then l- Friday before last, or last Friday, you played a homecoming show... 
Yeah, it's our first gig in Essex for like six years. So wow. it was basically a party for friends and family. Yeah. Just a party. It was great. The chinneries. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah good great. night. It's really good. Yeah. Really good. Sold yeah. loads of merch. Loads of paid for Christmas. Next didn't it, it did pay for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we 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 saw it, we we actually had that. Um, we done a tour in October, like around the country, and they had chinneries as part of the uh, part of the tour. And we were like, why the fuck do I want to give, you know, fifteen twenty percent of, of the income of that gig to an agent? So we said, no, no, we shouldn't do that gig because we, 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 you know, we'll be deterring. Uh, fans, fans from the London from, show, from yeah. the London right, show right. which is like the big one, and they were like, "You know what? That's savvy thinking." We come <laughs> off tour, we booked up chinnery the week later, <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have to give them yeah, twenty percent. Sure. We're not sure how well that's, that's going to go down yeah, with the agent. I'm a massive fan when uh, bands decide not to um, go via promoters and do it themselves. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you've not bought any presents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was hoping the milk were going to do the brush, and I was going to clear up. Uh, there you go. So. Um, Back in the studio working on the third album? We are, wow. yeah, yeah. It's sounding good as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the bulk of the work's going to start next year, really. Yeah. You know, we're on a bit of, we're starting that Christmas hiatus because we've got a lot of gigs coming up still okay. in December. And my, my brother, bless him, who's in the band, if you don't know, he, um, he decided to go to Costa Rica for a month. We'd done it last year. We went to uh, Australia for like, the whole of January last year. And he's kind of just bought into the idea that he doesn't work or exist in the real world in January, so the the, the whole album's on hold until he gets back. Really, well, actually, we'll probably write the thing. Yeah, we'll probably have it done by then. We just need to go. Just to clarify, this is a show like mood by your brother. Luke just stands on stage and looks good looking, doesn't yeah. he? That's <laughs> his role, <laughs> isn't it? Basically yeah, his thing. he doesn't age. No. You's a fucking haggard. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you're, strug you're struggling today, aren't you? The first thing you said to me was like, "I'm in a bit of a bad way, mate." <laughs> You said you'd had four Stellas before you got here. I started drinking at four o'clock oh. to get myself level. We're only good when well we drink tea, right? <laughs> it, was, it was but 24 hours ago-ish that I woke up on a train arguing with myself. <laughs> so, yeah. Was you on the way back? Because I hate, have you ever gone to the end of the line and then started heading back? Times, yeah. I hope you was heading back. If you was going out for a night out and you was asleep <laughs> arguing with you know yourself. I've got a cool story and it's worth mentioning it. <laughs> you was there. Was you there this Probably, Mitch. We went to the Brits, okay? Oh. When, at the height of our powers... What was it, 2012? Yeah. We was at the Brits, and that was a, that's a story in itself. Noel Gallagher on pills and this sort of thing, right? No. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking amazing. No, yeah. But we ended up, we was like, fuck it, we're going to stay, we're going to stay there to the end. And uh, we got the train home, and it was about sort of half past six, we got the train home in the morning, and we collapsed, and I fucking fell asleep, went all the way to South End. And I remember, <laughs> it was a weekday as well, it was like a Thursday, so we woke up Friday morning, and I was... Sprawled across three <laughs> seats, right? And I wake up, sort of one eye opens, and there's all these people in suits. They're all going to work. There are people standing because there's not enough seats for them to sit down. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking like this. And I've just woke, I've woke up and gone, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Got off that carriage, walked like three carriages down, and sat down in that one. Like, all right, how's everyone? Good morning. <laughs> Acting like yeah. it didn't happen. Fucking. We, we did a weird weird thing on a train that involved, like, we'd been out, we'd gone to see Wolf Mother, I think, and we'd had a few drinks, and on the way back, I think a few guilty parties are in this room, actually, and basically what happened was there was this suit, and he'd obviously been at work, he'd had a busy day, and he was already asleep on the train, and this carriage was empty, and, and I was like, let's all sit next to him, but without any clothes on. No, <laughs> you have strange ideas, Chris. <laughs> really strange. And, Chris. and so we all got naked. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So all your mates were like, "Yeah, 
everyone do that. You know, sometimes I throw things out there and I get a very bad reaction. Everyone sort of like went, okay. It's like taking their clothes off. So this poor lad, it was amazing because he, um, when he opened his eyes, he sort of like went, <laughs> and he was he was seriously freaked out by that. And then we went down the was train. Was anyone else freaked out on the train? Well, it was weird because um, we started going down. The Sorry, you don't need to clarify that. <laughs> of course they were. We started walking down the train asking for people's tickets. Make it. Well, I think sometimes we covered up bits, like with socks over oh, bits. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were respectful, but we um, one of the people we asked for tickets was a person that we shared um, halls of residence with at uni, and it didn't end very well. It ended on a bit of a sour note, and uh, about three years later, that, then that smooth it all over. <laughs> three years later, he sees us all naked trying to ask for people's tickets. So I'm thinking he's thinking in retrospect he made the better decisions after uni. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Life choices. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. if he would have played his cards right, he could have been sitting in the Civic Hall <laughs> in Grays on a Thursday night, handing out <laughs> bags of his own pubes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look. Um, Sorry about that. So uh, we're going to start with you for your top five, mm. and uh, and what is your? We've only got one. So what what is your what is your one? Uh, well, we come up with the idea that. Um, is it one, one each or one? No, just the one. Just the one. Yeah. All right. All right it's, we'll go with what we said then. Yeah. Um, our favourite thing about Essex is is, you know, often outsiders' warped and distorted views on Essex people and the county itself. Massively. You know, we're very lucky to you know we we tour the country, or whatever. You, we kind of know the most. You know, been to most towns, drunk in most pubs. You know, met a lot of different people of our lovely nation. And when they say, where you from, man? You know, Essex. And they... <laughs> it's like a snigger. It yeah. it's Always. Like, oh, where the fuck Always are you from? Snigger. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, there's there's these connotations that kind of stick with us. Like from fucking stilettos and all that shit from the 80s. As if, as if that still exists. Is that, you know, and then... Yeah, it's not been helped by the Towie thing either. Thing. And Definitely. it's one of the things we realise from being interviewed a lot is that people will always ask us what we think of Towie. Yeah. As though... As though it means anything yeah. to us, mm. yeah, yeah. Being pr- as though it's some kind of representation of who yeah. we are. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we yeah. live 15 minutes That down you the road. need to sort of like apologise or talk about it. A bit like that Harry Enfield uh, sketch where he's the German, he's always having yeah, to apologise yeah, 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 for yeah, their yeah. actions. Do you know what? Uh, but we've, we've got all of us have a mutual yeah. friend in um, James Buckley. Yep. Yep. And he was in a video with you, so mm-hmm. that he directed a video for you, didn't he? And, um, and I remember when the first In Between Us film first came out and he was doing the press for it, Towie had just blown up. And he constantly would say, in every interview, whoever it was that was interviewing him would go, do you know Mark Wright? And he was like, nah. No, and he was like, do you know blah, blah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but he said, like, you know, it, it was so weird that he just presumed that um, everybody knew, that, that, and everyone in Essex well, kind of had cared. fake tans and... And had loads of money and, and, and just went out every night drinking expensive bottles of, of vodka and such. Uh, uh. Well, I've, I've seen about 10 minutes of that show, if that, and it was a scene where some dick was in a swimming pool with his nan. Yeah, that's the one I saw. Yeah. And, uh, and telling his nan about some girl he had sex with. I was yeah. like, fuck, I'm not enough that. that. Mm. What the fuck's all that about? How does that represent me? Like I'd like to see that pan out a bit longer, that thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get your base card out, mate. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, then. Let's just watch this. 
<laughs> see what they're doing now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it is, it is 60p off. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've never, uh, it, and it's, it, it, you're, you're so right. Anytime you go, where are you from, Essex? They're like, <laughs> uh-huh. but, why is that funny? It's like, and because, which we'll, we'll get on when I get to my, my, my number one, well, my, my one choice for, for my top five, which is the kind of polar opposite of that perception of Essex. Um, hmm. And it's, it's, it's a fucking joke that people think that. I'll say this, with the, with the TOWIE thing, we had like a, uh, like a catalogue response that we kind of said every time they asked it. And it was yeah. surprising how many times we were asked. It was in fucking Ireland, and they were still asking the same shit. They're infatuated by it, man. And our response was, um, I mean, we, we tend not to give it that much time, uh, you know, to talk yeah. about it. But our yeah. response was, um, there are fucking dickheads everywhere in any kind of period, you know, place. There are loads of dickheads. <laughs> I genuinely wonder why you pointed at me now. Right? Like, I'm like, hat we're with we're a bad same boobs on. <laughs> we're, we're recording. I'm just behaving. <laughs> it didn't used to be. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they film ours. They, uh, a camera crew follows our, you know, the dickheads in our in our county for whatever reason. Are and that's basically the difference. There's a fucking dickhead. There's dickheads in Scotland. It's fu- they're ev- you know what I mean? Mm. Let's, dickheads. Not pick, let's not pick on the Scots. Mate, they, mate. Walk, they walk among us. Is my Jesus, point. Mitch, you're racist. They they just, just, they just just we got to get him off now. Just give him a misfire. But we, we, we'll touch on this as well because um, two guests from another band that whose, whose album you've just produced, funnily enough, they're, they're, they're Brentwood boys. And, um, and, and I want to chat about what Brentwood's like now because... From what I, my understanding of it is, is it's a tourist trap now that, that right. people turn up on coaches. Right? But we, we'll save that for when, for when them boys come up. But uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a very warped perception of, of Essex, and I do think that echoes back to the the eighties and the kind of Sharon and um, or Dave and Tracy car stickers and, and white stilettos and and the Is that where it started? Because I definitely. don't know where the, the stereotype. Well, I'm old as fuck, so like of course, I, yeah, yeah. you I, started I, it. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you know, I, I remember, uh, and it was the whole thing with like um, the whole sort of um, the southern soul scene, not the northern soul scene, but the southern soul yeah. scene was, was was huge, obviously uh, uh, in the eighties as well, and that was all kind of tied in. There was lots of casual dresses, and but that whole thing where girls had big perms and white white stilettos in it, and it, but then for some reason it become a thing that Essex girls were like, easy. And it's like, mm, that's, that's a bit of a wild generalisation, mm, right? Yeah. It's like... Yeah, I mean, we've travelled the world and they're not the easiest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we've put that one to bed. But I think, like... I'm hoping my wife isn't going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, Joe, can we edit that bit out, please, mate? <laughs> <laughs> So, growing up in Essex, like, how did how did you become kind of because it's it's an easy thing, it, it, you know, growing up in Essex to kind of that whole thing of uh, now I'm generalising, but go to London, get a job in the city, and, and it's it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's the kind of way where, where most people in Essex go to try and make their money in 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 the city. So, what wh- why was you different? Why why did you just think? Do you know what? Well, no, I did. I mean, I did. I finished I finished my A levels didn't know what I wanted to do. The band was going but wasn't really serious. And um, I ended up working in London for the first year before I went to uni. I hated every moment of it. Because I just I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't understand sitting on the train every morning, commuting. It was just dreadful. Um, 
So, I mean, I went down that route. I, don't, I mean, I know you worked in London for a bit as well, didn't you? Yeah, it's a bit different for yeah. me, wasn't it? I worked in a recording sh- in a recording studio, which was it was it was wicked, but it was fucking intense. They paid you nothing, and they kind of insisted that you was the lucky one to be working for them. You know what I mean? So crazy hours for no money. But that's surely in the kind of more creative environment that that unfortunately is the way it is because it, it's it's in demand, isn't it? Everybody wants to be in a band. Everybody wants to you know, work in a studio and things like that. And it does come at a cost, unfortunately, where you can't go and earn great money straight away. It's like you, you have to cut your teeth. And I think the people that see that through, props to them. Because, like... It's also the people you work with. Like, you, you could be in that environment and the people around value the mm. fact that you're doing it for pittance and aren't jumped-up cunts. Um, but I think that you also get that, you know, you might get unlucky. You go to a record label. One of my first jobs um, was was terrible. I, I I did I did a I came out of uni. I worked in a steakhouse for a bit, um, but I did recruit. Talk I did about the steakhouse, but um, eighteen months of um, it was awful actually. But what, before what that, doing, what were you doing in the steakhouse? Um, being a waiter, and it was Australian, and um, it's painful. And I didn't like it. I liked the people, but it was the you know general public. Uh, they're always assholes, aren't they? But before that, I Lovely. did... Lovely. Hi, guys. I did, uh, Thanks, guys. <laughs> Appreciate the effort tonight. Put your hands up if you don't think general public aren't all a bunch of pricks. There's, there's, not, there's not one person. Um, but I've worked at recruitment consulting, and that was the worst environment I've ever been in. I went into London and did that for about a month, and they'd show me their paychecks. They'd be like, oh, I'm on f- I've cleared 14 grand this month. And I'd be like, oh, wow, this is cool. And for a minute, I nearly fell into that. And then I realised I don't want to... It, not dick. all recruitment consultants firms may be like that. I'm pretty certain they're not. But my experience of it was so dark. I was like, I can't, I can't ever go back to it, man. So, but you must have had those jobs at uni, right? You know, when you were at uni, those jobs you had in the summer. Because I had some doozies, oh, right. man. God, what, what did you do, Dan? Uh, there was, there was two that spring to mind. Mitch knows I've had about a hundred thousand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Two springs to mind. One was working the night shift in a cardboard box factory. Oh, right? man. And the shift was three in the morning till 10 o'clock in the morning. And it was packed. You know those office cardboard box things you get where it's like office furniture made out yep. of cardboard where you put like five. Flat pack things. That yeah. kind of thing, yeah. It was putting them into cardboard boxes. <laughs> boxes in boxes. Boxes in boxes. I mean, that'll, f- that'll flip you out, especially if you're mm. smoking a bit of the Tibet, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was what well, I worked in a spice factory. In Bitteriki, and it was where they I mean, that shit's that rough on the streets now, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> you was out of your time, man. Different kind of spice, man. <laughs> um, it was uh, it was where they made the Pret a Manger seasoning, and they made it by the barrel. And I was in there with a spade, a full white suit, spading in garlic powder, pepper. What? I did that for what three months. That's bad times, man. Fucking hell. Bad times. I'd just been disqualified for driving as well, so I had to get the bus everywhere. So I stank oh, to high heaven. At least you were still rock and roll. Oh, man. Living the dream. You was covered in beads as well in that I period, was, I remember. <laughs> I also had hair. Fucking beads. <laughs> you look ridiculous. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, well, look, um, thank you very much for making the effort to come and see us tonight and, uh, and, and, and have a little think. Um, but we've got to be quite ruthless with timings yeah, tonight. It's a shame because we? we didn't touch on the, the uh, secret nuclear base, Dan, did Which we? Which is the, the best thing about Essex. Oh, we, we need to talk about that. I oh, know you had a little issue fit on Facebook, didn't you? That if we didn't what talk about that, talk about you weren't coming. Yeah, exactly. No, I just think it says a lot about what the country thinks about Essex. Is that when you know the shit was going to hit the fan during the Cold War, they decided that where do we want to base preserve life? Preserve life, Essex. 
repopulate. Says a lot about actually what Essex is all about. It's a shit secret, though, isn't it? Well. It's a shit secret because I did a bit of research. Se- uh, what did I put? Secret nuclear bunk. Google finished it. Bunker Essex. <laughs> and um, and then on the website... Um, it's that wasn't what you were looking up. Have you been there? Uh, no, no, no. Have you been there? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fucking insane. Do you know, we brilliant. went, weirdly, do you remember? We went, it was... Fu- about five, <laughs> about five. We woke. We had the night a uh, night out before. We woke up hammered, drunk the yeah. next morning, and went, "Fuck it, let's go to the secret nuclear bunker." None he of was us on the train, so it didn't matter. You no, no, <laughs> none of us had girlfriends at the time, so we was like, "Fuck it." And anyway, it was that afternoon that we found out that Amy Winehouse had died. That's Do you right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a fucking come down to the max. Day, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If but you're feeling it. a bit low, that's not a good place to go. <laughs> it was just. It I was mean, a for, weird the, for, day. for those that are listening, like, don't tell anyone because it's a secret. But um. <laughs> In it's sort of Rettingham way, isn't it? Like Hanningfield. No, it's Onger. Onger, is it? Mm. Kelvin. Kelvin, yeah. yeah. And uh, and it's it's <laughs> so it's fucking weird. Essex. It's like it's um it's like a tiny little um it looks like house. A it's like a little country house. And you go through the door and then down this massive slope yeah, yeah. and then there's like three floors of it's fucking acres look big, isn't it? Yeah, and like yeah. but they've kind of like there's hospital wards and there's like radio kind of communications and it's, but they've put mannequins in there, and it's fucking. You can dress up as well. And but they do the zombie <laughs> apocalypse thing in there Aye. as well, don't they? And like a big shout out to yeah, Holly from hello, Zombie Holly. Apocalypse, who's made the effort to come down here tonight. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it's a fucking creepy ass place. On isn't the it? on the landing page, it describes that it's this in it's this discreet bungalow that covers up this huge nuclear base. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And the bungalow does look nonchalant, like anyone's house. Except for the fact in the picture, there's a fucking tank next to the bungalow. <laughs> 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 it's, it's not secret. Where, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, look, um, Mitch, thank you loads, mate. Have a lovely Christmas. Nice, Dang, nice one. Nice Cheers, one. buddy. That's on Chrissy. Cheers, Dan. Chris, Thanks, thank nice guys. And thank we will. Thank you. Oh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Don't forget your Brussels sprout, Mitch. Take a mince pie for the road. Chris, you can open this Bucks Fizz and we've got red wine and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like. does, that, does anyone else want a mince pie? Mince pies up the front here. Yeah. you want them? Pass them I'll tell you what. Let's, let's I'll pass them around. Go on, Shoe. Pass them around. Pass those ones around. Just there. Are they not as good as them ones, then? I'm just saying. They, they, my mum made those ones. So, yeah. So, look, Gemma and Carla want one. Oh yeah, have you got have you got it? Have you got you, did you buy it? Yeah, please mate. Can I have it? Yeah, I'll have it. I'm opening a, opening a bottle here. Can't do both at the same time. So I've just the reason it's been quiet is oh, I've just you. been uh Thank you, mate. out in the uh, audience giving out some suspicious looking mince pies and I would be suspicious because the geezer that bought them has just given me a bag of his own pubic hair <laughs> well look um, our next guest um, uh, has been a previous guest twice one podcast didn't make the release because it spiralled fucking badly into uh, drunken carnage um, but the second one was one of our most popular Definitely. and I know her podcast with, with Pip has been very very popular as well um, so please show your appreciation for our next guest, uh, Miss Jordan Gray.
fell. He nearly fell. It's a big step. Ridiculous. As Brad says, there's always time for safety. Thank you, Bradley. <laughs> Good evening. That, How are you doing, Jordan? That's you right? the pose. Right, Would you like a mince pie? Definitely not. Would you like? Yeah. A little dip in there. Go on, you have a little dip in there. I've never bought you pubes, have I? No, you got pit pubes. Was it? He got you pubes, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And you had them by your bed for yonks, didn't you? That's weird, man. That it's weird that I got you them, but it's weird that you kept them by your bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, but that's one less you have to buy now, or two, because Mitch has ungratefully left his thank there. You. Jordan, how have you been? All right, thank you. Feeling all right, guys? You've been doing a bit of the, the old comedy, yeah? Yeah, I moved into stand-up comedy after 10 years in pop music industry. Congratulations. And you've moved in quite successfully because you just got um, Comedian of the Year Chelmsford. Colchester, in oh, fact. There you go. Begins with a C. That's right. Thank all you very much. Work. Hold on. Is there anyone from Colchester here? Then it is completely redundant. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, well, congratulations. Are you not in? Are you not doing another one? You, is there not another one in London that you're in the run? I qualified for? for the semi-finals of the Leicester Square Comedian 2000 and whatever we're in now. You're in the big leagues, smashing it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm loving it. So, right, guys, why did you ask us all to put on Christmas jumpers? I didn't. Someone told uh, me to pop on a Christmas jumper. I kind of, I kind of did, and then I also had put it on the ticket sale link, and that's when I said to you, we should have Christmas jumpers, and you were like, oh, I can't fucking hate Christmas jumpers, fuck it, and I just thought, <laughs> yeah, you're kind of right, and it'll just be funny if people show up, and we're not, so <laughs> it's kind of paid off. Anyone wearing a Christmas? No, no one's yeah, wearing. Yeah, no, they are. Yeah, it's got one. Well done. Of the well Stone done. Age. It's got reindeers mating on the front, so sexy and festive. Yeah. <laughs> Just the tip. Just the if, tip. You nudge, if you nudge the just the tip in it, don't can. It's not sex. Yeah. It's not sex. So, Jordan, yes. what are we going to do? Are we going to get straight into your your, your, your favourite thing about Essex? Or sure. Get comfy, get comfy. There ain't a way of doing it on two seats. Oh, just do you sit how you want to sit? Do you want some bugs fizz? I'm um, six years sober, though. Thanks, oh, mate. Okay. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> 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 what was amazing was you'd done the same at the London one and she told you then. Um, I'd like to just share. You're like a feeder. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Would you like some bucks, Fizz? Uh, yeah, why not? Okay. Does anyone else? <laughs> There's, I've opened that bottle. That I couldn't have got into that in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. So, <laughs> right, okay. Jordan, let's let's discuss. Um, thank you, Chris. Let's discuss uh, Essex and what do you like most about it? What? So we've done um, perceptions of Essex folk um, from the lovely lads on the milk and. Uh, um, Jordan Gray is going to do number four. They're not in any order. Obviously, you're just picking one. Yeah. So before you chose what you chose, what else kind of? Uh, my favourite thing, the thing that is that's at the top of my list, um, is is a person uh, that is that is famously from Essex, and that is Mr. Russell Brand. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Russell Brand's one of my favourite people. Yeah. But um, yeah, I didn't. I can't just. I s I spend all my time harping on about him. Um, to the point where I've now just become <laughs> 2006 Russell Brands. That's what I'm doing for you guys right now. Um, so, yeah, and I've changed it from a person to a geographical location. My favourite thing about Essex is uh, Southend. Is anyone here from Southend? All right. Good shout, by the way. Okay. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Big up the South End. What, what, what is it? I've moved there recently with my lovely fiance. Um, it's really nice. Someone mentioned Chinneries a little bit earlier. Chinneries is there. The thing for me is that I'm 28 years old now, and I think that as you get older, you start thinking not just about your place in the world, but your place in time. And I think that the <coughs> British seaside is a quintessential part of the English experience, and it ties us back to our roots. Sort of like all that kitsch Victorian sort of thing about the amusement arcades. The amusement arcades is my favourite thing about yeah, Southend. Yeah. To think that the point where a bit of currency became so redundant that we started to use it as the physical token in a game. That, to me, is yeah. quite fascinating. Um, except for when it goes down the sides. When you think you're going to win loads, and then it all goes, what are you up to, Duncan Valentine? What's that all about? Did you ever used to give it a little cheeky little nudge? No. Because I if you do that, I, gave I it used to accidentally do it a lot, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> alarms go off throughout the arcade. And I, I will verify that. Two years ago, I took my children to Canvey Island, um, where they've still got... The kind of two P ones where it goes like that, and you then didn't even take them to South End. No, too far. You hate your kids. And like, <laughs> and you've got the the two kind of draw type things, and obviously the the coin teeters on the end, and you know I'm just trying to explain that to people that can't see the visual representation <laughs> I'm doing right now. But um, my my youngest was really young, and kind of put all her money in and didn't really get anything, and was kind of looked really dejected. Yeah. And I kind of looked at the the geezer in the change machine. It was just kind of looking at me pissed off. And I just thought, mate, she's just done all her pennies in there. And like, and you're just looking down your nose. I just thought, right, fuck you. So I was he small? <laughs> Did you think you could take No, him? he was massive. He yeah. looked like he oh, was right. literally wedged in there. Okay. Like, <laughs> and uh, obviously had a fag on, because I think <laughs> the non-smoking laws don't apply to people that <laughs> no, work in change machines in arcades. No, they no. can always but have a fag even on. Even the kids smoke in yeah. arcades still. So I gave it a proper fucking like, barge. And shit loads of two P's come out. Like, literally, she was minted, like, 50p. <laughs> and, like, and it went, wah, 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 and yeah. this geezer literally tried to pull himself through the door. And he was like, mate, <laughs> what are you doing? And I was like, well, I didn't touch it. And, uh, and he, what's he going to do? Is he going to call the police that I've just cheated his arcade out of, like, 48p? Yeah. Right. yeah. So the alarms definitely do work. It almost doesn't warrant having them in there for the amount that you're going to lose from a single nudge. No, exactly. <laughs> it costs to implicate, <laughs> implement a, a, an alarm system for that amount of tuppence. <laughs> when you were young, though, and you'd see them machines, would you kind of, when you'd done your money, just kind of wander around waiting for a lone 2p that just... <laughs> Would fall through. It does happen. It do does happen. It happens. Like it's like finding porn in the woods. It does happen. You will find it. Not anymore. Not if anymore. You, if you hang, if you hang out in woods long enough, you will find forest porn. I think it grows there. <laughs> forest porn. I can't claim thanks to that. That was Bobby Bloomfield from uh, who came on the last live show was telling me about his uh, quest for forest porn. So uh, just kind of stuck. I woke up the next day and I just had a note in my phone just saying Bobby Bloomfield forest porn. <laughs> Oh, that's a great Tinder profile. So, I, I would, uh, South End is amazing, and I think that's a great choice, Jordan. We were saying on Facebook, um, and I'd probably say the arcades. I have such fond memories of the arcades and maybe the Games Workshop. We don't have to go into that. Um, it's just the best place. Um, is there any other parts of South End that you sort of dig? The bit um, when you get to the beach and then it's just water for ages. That bit, like the ocean. The, the sea. The Thames. Because yes. <laughs> I think when you're in a commuter county like we're in, like, it's like we are saying earlier, I didn't say it, you guys said it earlier, going into London, 
I think living by the ocean is the antithesis of that feeling. It's like you can breathe. You don't feel so claustrophobic when you live on the yeah. seaside like that. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of homeless people in South End, and that's got a weird romanticism to it. I think it's like, it's like as far as you can push people until they're actually in the water. Mm. So it's like that's where they were. Yeah. And they're an amazing bunch to talk to. There's a real camaraderie. But uh, have you watched the recent documentary on BBC about it? No. Tell um, me about it. It's, it's all based in, in Brighton. And, uh, so not about it then. And well, no, it's, 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 it's <laughs> that kind of get off you because people like uh, for some reason I, I might be wrong. Aside from London, but I do believe that a lot of homes that gravitate towards seaside towns. Right, right. Yeah. And 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 yes, it was it's kind of all about the kind of the homeless in Brighton and their drug dependency. And it's 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 quite a fucking brutal watch. And it's, it's all based on sort of heroin, so it's, it's quite bleak and. Uh, Probably not the most joyous thing to discuss on a Christmas podcast with a bloke <laughs> in a <laughs> Christmas hat. But um, can, I, can I just be a, be a bit of a mean here? But mm-hmm. I fucking hate Southend. <laughs> no. I really don't like Southend. Do you, do you, do you, have you ever liked it? Because my relationship. As a kid, I, as a I, kid, I, it was amazing. When, like, because as a, when you was like, I'm talking little kid, like, parents would take you to, to Southend and you, you get to play on the machines and you, know, you couldn't do that anywhere else around here. And and it and it was kind of good then, and it was the seaside. But that I think by the time I got to like leaving school, and and some of my friends here went to college there, and and, and we was all doing gigs there. And every Saturday, me and some of my pals would go to South End every Saturday on a quest for I don't know what. But we'd go to South End every Saturday. We'd drive up there and we'd go a couple of record shops, and then wander around, walk down the front, and get a fucking Rossi, and like <laughs> and. <laughs> I just, I don't. Why do you I say that with such disdain? Get no, no, uh, the, the time. I think we just done it. But, uh, <laughs> all right, the root of it is, is I've tried for about 10 years to set up a successful club night in South End, <laughs> and they've all fucking bombed massively. I can't make it happen. Okay. Yeah. Even even me and Pip, and, and we, we, we tried one there, and we had the greatest fucking lineup ever. And it. No, the, fir- the first one was dope. Yeah, I think. And yeah. then didn't they like they renovated it as well? And I think Sun- no, well, they never renovated that venue. Oh, We'd no. get there and there was shit everywhere. No, the sunrooms. The yeah. sunrooms. Um, they well done for naming it. They made. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's a burger joint now, so we haven't yeah. got to worry. Yeah. But they sort of tried to make it look cool, and I think it it sucked the soul out of it because we used to go drinking. Up there quite a lot, didn't we, gentlemen? Um, they ha- don't have a microphone, so it's so not I would suggest that Chris is just addressing a select few, um, not, <laughs> not the whole audience. He didn't just go. No, all, all that, all that motley crew there. They we used to love going to sunrooms when it was yellow and quite bohemian, but then they made it all industrial and fucked it. You say bohemian. I know for a fact, right, that your total fucking Is this going to... We're going back to oysters somehow. No, no, don't start on fucking oysters. Like, yeah. The only oysters you get in South End are the ones from Rossi's, <laughs> right? Yeah. But you could maybe get away with smoking weed in there. I'll bet 100%. There you go. That 100%. doesn't make it bohemian. <laughs> yeah. That's no, like a good. posh crack then. No, it was... <laughs> No, it was amazing. And it's full of middle class people from Leon C. It might be now, but back then it wasn't. It was it was sort it was a good crack. It wasn't it wasn't middle class. There was back good then. crack, yeah. And I think <laughs> it was it was amazing crack. Um Aaron who's here used to get me he was a barman in there and that was back when it was good and yeah, it was it was amazing. He used to get very drunk. Um but that was the point just after that is when South End kinda 
I don't know. It just sort of changed. I don't think it's the, it's got the same vibe that it used but to. It, have. Had, it got a boy racer reputation for a little while, didn't it? Like it's kind of always had. I think it's kind of always had that Jordan. Like oh. Friday night. Like even when I was um, 15, 16, 17, there was still that whole go down the seafront in your car. I had a car at fifteen, <laughs> and uh, th- there was that. But I think um, I don't know. Now it seems that there's maybe only that stands out more. I don't I tell you what else is shit. <laughs> Air show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to go to the air show. Amazing. He Let's just there. fucking stand and look like that so your neck hurts all day looking at planes. You are a lanky streak of piss. I Mate, think I can <laughs> sit in my back garden <laughs> and look at fucking planes. I reckon the planes I ain't got to sit in traffic for two hours. I reckon the planes go are just go going kudunk, kudunk, kudunk <laughs> into your big old head. And do you know what else annoys me about Southend? Mm. That kind of perception... Do I need spear for this? No, just running my idea. This is like the, co- the this is like the coffee enema. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it was that thing where um, in EastEnders in the 80s, the Fowlers would like really push the boat out <laughs> and go to Leon Sea for some seafood. Best place to do it if you've got a boat, just saying. Yeah. They Fowlers didn't have a boat, they got the train. <laughs> and like you'd go there and, and it was like, oh yeah, we're going we're gonna to go to Leon Sea. And occasionally the camera crew would go from Albert Square to Leon Sea to film Mark Fowler get off his motorbike and get some cockles. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's not entertainment. You can get seafood fucking anywhere now. You ain't got to go to Leon Sea and be surrounded by blokes with flip-flops and fucking toe rings, <laughs> like with a really expensive fucking haircut, drinking some wafty coffee. Like, nah, it's not for me, mate. You, do you know what, right? On uh, Jordan's radio show, she does a thing called You've Been Trumbled, which basically uh, involves... Well, Yay. actually, Jordan, do you know what? I'll let you explain it. Stuart, you've unwittedly entered into... You've been trumbled. I've, hi- I've hijacked this episode to do my feature. It's when you say your favourite thing and the other person has to run it into the ground as effectively as possible. We had a good old go at it. Chris won. Well, you've yeah. just done it with South End. You're I come on here and tell you I love it. Now, I don't anymore. Sorry. That's it. <laughs> Russell Brand. You are just been really horrible about the it. The arcades, oh, everyone smokes in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, well, that's fucking shit. <laughs> I'm right, Sorry, though. Jordan. You're not, no. I love right, smoking okay, in the right. <laughs> even to this and day. It's, and it sells a fucking dream that don't exist. Tox, mm. talk of the SAF. No, it's fucking not. There's loads of things about the SAF. That club ain't one of them. <laughs> I woke up in Tox once. If um, you had to talk about the SAF, yeah. would you ever mention Tox nightclub? Yeah, I would. Bullshit. No, I would, yeah. <laughs> Why would you be talking about that when you can go and fucking smoke some crack in some rooms? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a good point. But Mark, it is Mark, a good point. Mark, um, yeah, I think the only time I went was uh, we all, a few of us went, and Mark was there, Irvine, wherever he is, and um, I was getting a bit sleepy in there because it's sh- fucking dire, and I was looking for a place to have a sleep in the nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> Mark was like, "You can't sleep in the nightclub." I was like, "Okay, mate, I'm just gonna go to the toilet." Then he was like, "Okay," and then I went in the toilet, just curled around the porcelain toilet, fell asleep. Classy. Yeah, grim. I woke up and I was like, I'm never coming back here. <laughs> this is the worst nightclub. So, yeah, I would talk about it, but not positively. You went last week. No. <laughs> One of my friends said I went last week, and I can neither confirm nor deny that, so I don't know if you're joking about it or not. Okay, right. Well, what was the other... You was going to do Russell Brown. Oh, I did. <laughs> did you really go to Tots last week? <laughs> I think they've renamed it, haven't they? Okay, it's wow. Called, so it's called Talk. Crazy night, that was. <laughs> yeah. That first, first and only nightclub I've ever been to, I went to in Southend. And really? I got off with Transgender Bird before I myself had transitioned. So I remember it oh. quite fondly. 
Let me tell you about the one time I went to talk. Right? So about four years ago, they decided they were going to do some fucking indie night. Right. And so one of the people said, oh, will you come and DJ upstairs in this little thing called Bar Blue? So I was like, yeah, yeah, all right, okay. So I went down there and I was playing some tunes and that. But then they had their big party night downstairs and I noticed that live tonight was Betty Boo. And I just thought, oh, God. Boo. <laughs> I loved her. So I thought, right, I'm going to go and DJ and I'm going to go downstairs and, and watch Betty Boo perform. Mm. There was about six people down there <laughs> and I will verify that it, it weren't you and it definitely weren't me. There was one bloke and I promise you was standing right at the front of the stage while she was singing Doing the Do and he had both his hands down the front of his trousers <laughs> just watching us. <laughs> South End, ladies and gentlemen. Jeez. <laughs> See, I was going to bring that up as a positive. You've, <laughs> you've spun it the other way. Um, have you ever had that weird moment when you're performing and someone's just <laughs> there, just right in front of you? Uh, yeah, okay, uh, quite a few people at the front. Yeah, never doing that though. No, That's just unusual. Yeah, but have you ever had just you know it's been a quieter night and we're, we're not all like you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just just checking. I've seen. I, I I came down to watch you play, Did didn't you? I? And that was really cool. Like um, super. You you were beatboxing, singing amazingly, and playing a fucking piano. And you had one foot up on the piano, yeah. like a and dog. And two hands down the front of my trousers. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know how you was doing it. <laughs> well, I, I, will cool. say it, I will say it because I've, I've said it to you when you, you come round. And I was, I was at work the other weekend and I was saying about who was coming on tonight. And, um, and I was saying to the guy that works at the club with me, I said, um, yeah, Jordan's coming on. I was like, oh, who's she? And I was like, oh, it's my friend. I've known her years. And um, so she was on The Voice. And, uh, and he was like, oh, okay. It's like... I said, I'll show you something on YouTube. And I put on your performance of A Woman's Work by Kate Bush. Um, and he's quite a leery fella. And he sat in silence. And I was sitting there. And, and as I've said to you many times, it's a fucking amazing performance. And your, your voice is absolutely fucking incredible on it. And, uh, and it finished. And he's never once really got on the level with me about anything. And he was like, fucking oh, that's beautiful. And I was like... Really Thank was, you. really was. So if you haven't watched that, yeah. Jordan Gray performing It wasn't a question. That's <laughs> it. Brace your hands if you didn't see me on the voice last year. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh. Probably in so if you didn't After hear you that, <laughs> if you didn't hear that, I don't understand um, what that means. Someone's just asked you to do a freestyle about. The thing you love about Would it be appropriate to do that in the form of an interpretive dance? I mean, yeah, I'm all for I mean, that. It's, we're it's filming it's it. It's not really podcast gold. <laughs> uh, um, well, uh, just to explain how a podcast works, it's, it's an audio. Um. <laughs> Perhaps later on tonight, you and I can get together and I shall give you a freelance performance. Let's freelance and freestyle that. performance. Ah. Well, look. That's my favourite thing about Essex, which is you now. <laughs> oh, fuck that then. <laughs> thank you for having me, guys. It's been really sweet. Jordan, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you very, very, and, um, very much. Yes. And we will now, um, when Jordan makes her way off of the stage, we will get our. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Gray. And we will now um, introduce us on stage the guest that's now going to the toilet, answering his phone. <laughs> Take care, mate. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's fill it. Or shall we, shall we get. Um, Let's get Scroobius up. Yeah, Pip. Come, come on, and mate. Come and fill the void. Come and fill the void. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Scroobius Pip.
Hello. All right, mate. Got a little present for you, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah, just <laughs> have a little dive I, I, down I don't there. know who's here. This is lovely. Just, just look at who's here. This is good. You enjoying right? it, lads? Yeah, yeah it's all right. It's good. Do you know what? A bit, bit nerve-wracking, but we're all right. Is, is it like that advert that's on TV at the moment where it's that man standing at the front, he's like, sit down if you didn't know my nickname at school was this. And then he does all that and then sit down if we've, if we've fallen out of, t of touch with each other. It's all his friends, everyone he's met over the years. Sitting down, it's depressing and no one likes him. <laughs> Scooby's Pip, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, he's out of the toilet. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Has anyone seen an advert? It's good. It's, it's about tea or coffee or something. I got a sprout. Oh, I'm sorry, it. mate. I'm sorry. How you been? All right. Yeah, not bad. I'm tired, mate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Been being a big deal. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, doing my best. Um, been doing some podcasts. Okay. Been lining up some podcasts. Give us some names. Um, well, one I can't announce, but I've confirmed for my 200th show that my special guest is going to be um, Jordan's favourite thing about Essex. No! So, S South End, which is going <laughs> <laughs> to be great fun. Oh, so that's yeah, amazing. But, um, I'm doing, I did one today with a guy called Gus Khan, who's a really good comedian. Um, and then I'm doing one tomorrow with Lena Headey from Game of Thrones. Wow. Mm. And then on Monday with Paloma Faith and maybe um, the phone jacker guy, what's his name? Oh, what, from Co-Lions? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Man. I got Wicked. that email today about that, which I don't know that much about him, but it'll be good. You've done cracking with the guests that you've had. Um, I, I've heard, fun. I've struggled to uh, listen to any. Yeah, I um, the, to uh, uh, the one I was compelled to listen to, but then the didn't. The one, <laughs> the drunk cast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was uh, your, your film one. Yeah, um, yeah, I've done my, some uh, my films of 2017. What was your process? Because you, because... You're quite a good guest on this show because you really, when you go listening, you go. I prep, right? Yeah, you're a crazy fucking anorak. For it, yeah. Well, that's what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's you're nice a of you. Loser. Thanks for having me. Um, <laughs> so at the beginning of January, I listed every time I went to the the cinema. So I've made a list of every film. Is that all January? So no, that's, that that's that's this year. That's going to say. That's going to say. How do you do anything? That's why he's successful. He's doing that. You're at home trimming your pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapping up sprouts. Um, Time will tell, my friend. <laughs> Plus, in my notes, I've got Bobby Bloomfield Forest Pool. And, <laughs> and then I just put a star by the ones I thought would be my favourite, and then I went through and gradually d deleted stars. Mm, good job, man. Good Thanks, job. Thanks, man. What's, what's the plans for uh, the next year, Pip? What are you going to hang going? out with us, Les? I don't know, really. Do some podcasts and that. Do some acting. We're doing a, a Christmas drunk cast next week. Yes, we are. That's going to be good fun. Yeah. This is boring for everyone else, but logistically, yeah. how are we getting there? What's happening? Chris, we do not start organising our travel plans when no, there's a fucking audience This there. is good and relevant, because yeah. tonight it was confirmed that my mum's are taking us and picking us up. Were you kidding? <laughs> no. Jenny, do not do she this. Agrees. This is chaos because I was really misbehaving the other day. Yeah. Ian's not here because he said he'll come dependent on my performance on Saturday night. He's was not this, here now. A, was this when he came out of the book club and kicked me? That uh, that was 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 uh, one of the nights. Yeah, he kicked you and made some inappropriate jokes. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that is a really bad idea, Jenny. Oh, I'm so in. sorry already. Uh, are you apologising in advance? Yeah. Well, while I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be f yeah. a f a fun. So yeah, she's going to drop us off and then go and busy herself for five hours. Well, I 
like a chauffeur. <laughs> What's he paying you, Jenny? No, Sorry, you're going to be like a chauffeur in Die Hard this, Two, this basically. This just sat in, there doing. This isn't fuck interesting all. for anyone. So but my aunt lives up the road from where we're recording <laughs> it, so she's going to go and see me. You told us something when we was going to book club to do our night the other week where you said that you went to uh, just to name drop your fucking big deal you went to Tom Hardy's party didn't you yeah and oh, uh, yeah, um, was hanging out with all these fucking big names and then obviously everyone leaves and gets fucking nice cars home what did you do I rung my mum for a lift <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the coolest thing that's ever happened I was, I was literally I was getting my phone out and I was about to look on to get a cab or something and then I saw that she was up tweeting <laughs> In fact, in fact, uh, uh, last night... Like so you, hadn't, you hadn't planned it? No, oh. I hadn't planned it. I just oh, I did it on the fly. But last night, if you look on my on my t- Twitter, on my app replies, I was getting the train home. I can't think oh, what from yesterday, f- or from a podcast maybe. And um, I looked on Twitter and my mum had just tweeted saying, oh, for God's sake, <laughs> I just got to the train at Fenture Street and the doors have closed. And she'd just missed the train I was on. And we organised over, over t- Twitter f- for me to come and pick her up and give her a lift home. Swings around. Which is a, a, a delightful That's kinda nice. a, a use of social media. Yeah, that it is. Yeah. yeah, you use social media. Did you pick her up? Yeah, mm, yeah, okay. yeah. Only because I... Jenny, did he pick you up? Is this bullshit? No. Only because it looked you, you good on social media. Like and, and some guy had started liking all the comments and saying what a nice oh, son I was. So I was like, both. I'll pick you up, Mum. I didn't mention that it's literally the station's there and she lives there. So <laughs> I was like, look good. Okay, well, look, um, our guest has come back from the lavatory now, so... Well, um, can I g- give my favourite thing about Essex? Have you got or? one? Yeah, you I've got, got one. one. I, didn't, I didn't, you weren't sure, you were being so non-committal about coming on tonight, we was like, have you actually thought of one? Oh, I can do something quite embarrassing in a minute as well, go on, what, you do your one. No, 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 you first, mate, <laughs> and it's not about you. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had a good think about it when you started having people up here. Also, I, sh- I also wanted to mention that this is the third time I've been to the Civic. And the first time, I was 15, and your band were playing in an Aldea uh, with Big Red. The, s- the, s- the second time, your band had a reunion about f- five years ago. And the third time is this. I would say that it's not. It's the fourth. Is it the fourth? Um, I can't remember it, but you was here for my 40th birthday party. Oh, really? Mm. And there was a bigger turnout then, too. So, Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, the crowd genuinely has got smaller each one. Yes. That Aldea was in the big hall. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so that's true. But yeah, no, I had a good thing. And my favourite thing about Essex, genuinely, a genuine one, is is, is Pitsy Tesco's. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, well, do you remember so when it first opened? Because yeah, no, yeah, they had the big penguins and stuff. So, yeah. so we'd go in there drunk, mum, not on hallucinogenic drugs, because they're time. illegal, just drunk. Um, <laughs> and there were big, there was a big, a giant cow. And it's just a really good Tesco's. It's always got all the new flavours of Ben and Jerry's. Um, good, good pizzas, good everything. Yep. They've, yep. Um, it's got cockles and stuff, so it's got it's saves your covered. It saves yourself end. Um, people would be surprised about it, so it's got the milks one covered as well. So I, I reckon by the end of the night, you'll be able to get everyone's favourite thing about Essex in Pitsy Tesco's. That is pretty sweet. <laughs> and get thirty percent off with a bass card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's golden. That's going back in my pocket, actually, before <laughs> it gets cheap. Um, when Pitsy, because when Pitsy Tesco's opened, people are clicking off, not listening to this. Genuinely, a really good right. Tesco's. Like, right, this um, looks like I'm being kooky. No, 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 no. Twenty-four hour Tesco's, Tesco's. They had people working there on roller skates. Mm. You're right. You're it was right. That old boy, wasn't it? There was like one particular old, old, old guy that had yeah. roller skate about. Yeah. How he amazing died. is that? He died. Yeah, he had a roller skating accident. <laughs> he did, he did. <laughs> F- 
far too old to be doing. Many of my man in a three litre bottles of roller cola. Just fucking wiped him out. <laughs> did you just hit yourself in the face with a yes, microphone, Shoe? Thank you. <laughs> just, just in case people don't hear that. Yeah, that's a lovely one. That is definitely pedestrian, which it's is what I'd expect from you. No, but it's tr- it's honest. The the thing, like when Jordan, I'm not hijacking, I'll get off in a minute, but when a, a Jordan was talking about South End, if, if it was still there, my favourite thing w- would have been, and everyone I tell this f- never went, but my mum and dad took me there because they were cheap. There was this thing <laughs> that was basically in a cave, right? And behind glass, you'd oh. walk along and a light would come on and it'd be He-Man. Yeah. And it'd say, I am He-Man, blah, blah, blah. And then you'd walk along and a new light would yeah. come on. It'd be like, yeah. Skeletor is here. And it'd yeah. tell a story of a He-Man episode, but w- just with lights on static toys. Yeah. That they'd just bought from the shops. Yeah. It was in South End. It was opposite yeah. Peter Pan's playground. But the but the weird link is Pitsy Tesco's before it was Pitsy Tesco's twenty four hour. They used to back when I was like eight and nine with my Baz card. They used to do little toy displays of all the uh, GI Joe shit uh, behind glass, and that was a highlight for me. <laughs> I'd go there. I'd be so excited to Jew's see just some toys. Jew's face is not into Pitsy Tesco's at all. Mm. Mate, when you were like, if he wasn't into South End, mate. He's not yeah. going to be into Pitsy. I'm older, I'm older. When they, opened a sa- older. They, they opened a saver centre in Basildon. That was my first job. That was yeah. a game-changing it was supermarket. Game changer. Opening it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you the celebrity that opened it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Thank boy you. that had the first Baz card <laughs> will be opening saver centre. <laughs> <laughs> in his jumper. 30% off everything! <laughs> <laughs> Only for me and my Baz card. Yeah. Anyway, well, shall I, yeah. Shall I go yeah, yeah fuck off, mate. Um, no, but thank you so much. Thank you so much. As I'm here because someone went to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting at the side in my full kit. Come on, guys, I'm ready. I'm ready. In the blocks. I'm ready. <laughs> Talking about that, you came to decorate with me in yeah. that. Like, look, you came well dressed to decorate with me the other That's day. That's because you had told me that we were going to be making cabinets. Oh, what was we doing? We were like scraping floors <laughs> before you put tiles down and cutting tiles oh. wet cutting tiles yeah my bad so i've been tricked but sorry sorry buddy it's nice it's a nice time yeah man and well can't wait for the drunk cast next week it kind of be good really fun. scared yeah actually yeah, it's gonna be yeah. a mess yeah we've got it? someone who's a wrestler has already said that he's gonna smash no, you he through hasn't. a desk why are you fucking doing this you are wine you are setting him up to do that aren't you it, or you jimmy are. havoc is the uh, this year's winner of tournament of death which is the biggest hardcore event? It happens in America. In a, it happens out in a field somewhere because they can't get in, it legal in any in a building because mm. they just build stuff to put people through. So yeah. you know, we'll have a little a contest between the two of you. No, that's ridiculous. That's no, going to be incredible. <laughs> no. Anyway, I'm cheers, mate. Thank, Thank you very much, much cheers, mate. Don't forget your sprout. Thanks, buddy. Okay, so before we have a break. Um, we're going to bring um, our last guest out for part one. Um, was a previous guest, and um, his episode was. It was one, one of our favourites, man. Even as soon as we finished that, we were like, "That was funny," but it was kind of quite deep. Yeah, and because yeah, we, we 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 was kind of conscious that that Adam was was in baby shambles, and and we didn't want to just talk about that. And we went into that, and then we went through onto what Adam's doing now, and his and his work within <laughs> mental health and stuff, and it was. It was a really interesting chat, wasn't it? Yeah, and really I think cool. I think both of us were completely sober for that one as well. Yeah, and so naked at the end of it. I don't was, know yeah, how he did was, that, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Adam Fisek, everyone. <laughs> hey, dude. Thanks for coming. Hi. I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm sorry, mate. Let me just move this sock and just grab one of them, mate, just quickly. 
Just see what you come out with. Do you know what's in here, by the way, mate? Was you here for that? I'm going for it by state. Oh, okay. Well, just a little update. How many Rochets have gone? I think one. Only one. I think Dan had a Rochet, Pip a and <laughs> um, Mitch had a Sprout, right? There's Jordan. A There's a few Rochets in there still. All oh, right, <laughs> you've got sprat dust, <laughs> mate. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Ad. You've right. been sitting in traffic on the M25. Oh, a sprout. Oh, oh mate, you're spoiling Christmas one them's, by one. Them's the breaks. Mm. What kind of sprout is that? It's I actually. Do you know what? To make this is how far I went with this. This will be guesswork. Organic. This isn't guesswork. <laughs> to make these all equal sized, so that no one could figure out whether it was a fresh or a Brussels sprout, I peeled Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I peeled them down and cut off the end of them. So uh, you're fucking welcome. Um, sorry about that, on. mate. But that is one less you need to buy now, or three less. So if you take all of those, cheers, thanks. So Ed, if you had a little think about what your uh, favourite thing is about, um, where, did, where did you grow up, Ed? Well, I grew up in Milton Keynes. I'm not even from Essex, but I thought <laughs> I'd come over and, uh, you know, just you share relocated, my with. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, my heart's in Essex, obviously. Uh, yeah, know. for sure. Uh, the within. Well, I spent three years living in Harlow. Um, Long story, but ended up moving out of Milton Kings, getting into petty crime um, stuff. Ended up in Harlow doing a B-Tech in music. That's, that was my, yeah, the start of my journey, I guess, really, yeah. So I said, when you sent it through today, I thought, oh, fuck, I forgot to uh, do my top five. I was trying to think of five things, because there was only one. So I think, right, as a kid, I always remember putting this record on Ian Jury. Like, how did it start? Hello, I'm from Essex, in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> my middle name is, then it goes on from there. So I thought, well, Ian Jury, you know, I mean, that was my first foray into what Essex is on a record for uh, New Boots and Panties, I think. It's a good shout. That's and a fucking out. great yeah, shout. We, we, we've not touched on um, music yet. And um, you just forget in between all the madness that is Baz cards <laughs> is that we've actually done some pretty fucking cool shit let's not go big in on that yet because I think other people want to talk about the other variants of music of Baz cards <laughs> if, uh, in Essex <laughs> and Baz cards but yeah. um, did, did you ever get to see Ian Jury uh, I, I think somewhere I can't remember where but I definitely I met him once as well I forgot to say on the podcast I definitely no. met him once can't, it might have been a dream or <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure I met him it's up there with it's quite well documented seeing. that there was a lot of drugs around baby shambles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to that podcast, listen to that podcast. <laughs> no, somewhere, I mean, you know, I, I remember going over from that podcast and thinking, I just said I met him, but I think that was a dream. I couldn't remember <laughs> whether it was a dream, hallucination, or I did actually meet them. But no, I, I, I think I definitely met him somewhere. And um, But I think he was somewhere, he was doing some festival somewhere, I think. Have you he, might be, he might have been dead by then, I don't know. Have you read his this book? This is amazing. No. <laughs> <laughs> have you read his book? No. When did he die? What year did he die? When did he what die? What year, yeah. Because oh. I can work out then whatever it was. Right, well, I there didn't meet him Thank you, I saw him. That I was definitely a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm spinning a yarn here. I, I saw him. I saw him with, um, with, my, with one of my mates out there. We, we went to... Um, Madstock, which was the first ever Madness oh yeah, reunion that. show at Finsbury Park. And I think the lineup was, was pretty impressive. It was um, Flowered Up, Gallon Drunk, Ian Jury, Gallon Drunk, eh? Morrissey, and then Madness. That's a pretty good day. Wow. Like, and, and, and yeah, Ian Jury was, was, was fucking great. And, uh, but I've, I've since read his book, and he was a fucking. Odd character. Mm. 
he, he didn't sound like he was the, the kind of nicest person on the planet. He was, you yeah, know, I, I heard a lot of yeah stuff. I mean, I've I've done a bit of uh, work with with his son as well, but um, yeah, I, he could be a bit a bit bit handy at times. I think. Yeah, That's what yeah. I hear. Absolutely, his, his son's new album, "Backs the Jury," you talked about, yeah, good, it's, yeah, it's yeah. fucking amazing. It is. It's yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's um, and and I guess he was someone that <coughs> embraced his accent. Yeah. In in you know, mm. he, he, there, there was no, it wasn't affected in any way, was it? It was no, it was pretty straight. I think I don't know because wasn't he? Didn't he? Wasn't he private school educated? Really, I didn't I'm know. Too sure. Well, I, I You've read his books, dude. No, I do think ago. I do think that. I remember uh, kind of thinking, oh, right, yeah, it's quite authentic. But then reading something somewhere that he was come from quite a middle-class background, and it was a little bit um, put on, I guess. It was more swooning, wasn't it? It was less, it was less all right, mate, as it <laughs> going. So, yeah, it wasn't completely typical. All right, mate. <laughs> and, um, Over the rooftops. And if I'm, if I'm correct, the when, when he died, the Blockheads then kind of done a load of shows with another Essex... That I believe Phil Jubert has fronted him. Really? Yeah, he was al- he was always a massive fan. I think. Yeah, mm. I do remember that. He's yeah. So, why Ian Drury? Is that the main thing? Just that because I was at work today, I thought, oh, fuck, I better come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought, I thought everyone asking. else would have done it. And I thought, oh no. I forgot I was coming tonight. I was like, all oh, right. <laughs> well, there's a myriad of, of Essex artists that you could go mm. to, aren't there? And, like, and, and, and I'm sure that, bizarrely enough, uh, Ian Jury, I'm sure, will be a big influence on um, a, a guests that are coming up. It was just that record. I remember putting that record on as a kid. Apart, there was two great parts to that. There was that, and there was the bit that starts, arseholes, bastards, fucking cunts and bricks. And that was, you know, for a kid, that's amazing. Oh, listen to this. Mm. You know, it's, it's mm. the best thing in the world, listening mm. to someone swear on the record. Um, Favourite injury train? Um, probably Billy Ricky Dicky. What a fucking tune that is. On that, it's a great album, isn't it? You know, it's a classic. Amazing Sleeve. Yeah, yeah, Baxter on it. Yep. Front of that. Nice shot. Big pair of players. What, what did you do with his son? <laughs> As um, in, you didn't leave him somewhere. <laughs> I'm dead. I, I'm embellishing a bit. I was working with people that were working with him. I went for a, like an audition drum thing. Because he, what he does, he, he's... He's very artistic, but he hasn't got much musical stuff going on. So he gets musicians around to do the music, and he puts his lyrics over the top. So I was I was involved initially doing some drumming stuff for him, but it, for me, I wasn't ar- around at the time to go and tour it and stuff. So, but you know, he's, he's got great lyrical ideas, but when it comes to music, he needs to get a lot of musicians around him. I guess probably similar to his dad in a way, because the but band were phenomenal. And, and much like his dad, he he doesn't sing. He kind of. He sort of spits yeah, it a bit, doesn't yeah, he? He's yeah. like, he, he's, he's not a, a big. It's his lyrics that are yeah. great. His turn of phrase are amazing. But I can't, I can't even remember any now. You're going to ask me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember like, um, like growing up and, and, and seeing Ian Dewey doing Rhythm Stick on top of the pops mm. and just thinking, fucking hell, what's going on? There's like a, a geezer with like. I, can't, I, can't, I believe it was. Um, Polio, didn't uh, he? Yeah, polio, and and like and so you know he he walked with a, a limp. Yeah, so and he had like uh, an arm, a small yeah. arm, didn't he? And mm. what's well, that? Say that again. Yeah. And, uh, he and what in Southend? Sorry, Lloyd, I'm a little deaf. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he got, okay, right. I really got polio in Southend. Jordan, I fucking that? told you, he's shit. <laughs> Right. So for people who didn't hear that, uh, a friend of ours just said uh, Ian Drury, Drury got caught it caught in it. South End. In the sea. There you go. Fucking hell. Eating, eating seafood. Did he? In a swimming pool. That's yeah, right, yeah. he did. Yeah, That's yeah. right, yeah. 
It's yeah. a fucking awful place. I hate what you just <laughs> 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 well, I wonder which one. <laughs> All right, well, look, should we, should we stop and have a, a quick pint? Let's have a little drinky. Um, I'll break, have a break. For a and um, we'll come back in about 15 minutes. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. yeah. All Ad, right. Thank you loads, Adam, mate. thank you I'm so much, mate. So that was part one. Thanks for listening. Um, my favourite part, I don't know about you guys, but my, I quite enjoyed when the guests were on stage and they would talk about the stuff that they did. Uh, and Chris and Stu would um, ask them questions based on what the guests had said uh, and generally riff off the kind of conversation that was going on. And every so often they'd say th- something funny or offensive um, and then the audience would laugh. Um, that was that was probably my favourite part of, of that bit, and I think there's more of that in part two. Um, I remember after the interval, after I'd been speaking to Leon um, for a bit, and we went and sat back down, and uh, I remember whispering to Stu from where I sat, could you make this part a little bit better, please, uh, and less shit? Um, but sadly, he didn't hear me. It's a drunken soiree in the within. <laughs> Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast.